0: Welcome to the New York Now podcast, a modern wholesale market for retailers and specialty buyers seeking diversity and discovery. Gathering twice a year in America's design capital, New York City, it's where buyers and designers unearth a refreshed and dedicated collection of eclectic lifestyle products. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New York Now Spotlight podcast. I'm your host, Amy Lowenberg, Senior Relations Manager for New York Now, community spotlight podcaster, and all-around retailer advocate. My focus is to bring you important information, conversations, and perspectives from both sides of the aisle. Today's conversation is not with a buyer, but with someone whose business is about helping retailers. As a former retail store owner, Retail Maven's founder, Kathy Donovan Wagner... Learned how to master numbers to go from near bankruptcy to owning three successful multi million dollar stores. She now uses her cutting edge expertise in retail and consumer behavior to help thousands of independent retailers increase sales and improve cash flow. She guides retailers to more profit, better sleep, and living a life they love through powerful group and private coaching programs, industry speaking events and a thriving online community. And today, for our second podcast in a series of business strategy conversations, we are talking about business interruptions or business interruptus, and one fun way to prepare for the next challenge thrown our way. Well, hello. Today we're talking with Kathy Donovan-Wagner of
1: Retail Mavens. How are you doing, Kathy? I'm doing great. Thank you so very much. So good to talk to you, Amy.
0: You too. I'm really excited to talk to you again. I'm, I'm enjoying this repetitive series we have going on. It's, uh, I think it's going to be a lovely relationship throughout mm-hmm. the rest of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today's conversation, we're talking about prepping for the next thing that interrupts business. We're, 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 we're calling it business interruptus. We know that there's always going to be something. There's some sort of global strife, a pandemic, political inflation, and they all impact the way we do business and the way we need to think about the way we do our business and Mm -hmm. our businesses. Mm -hmm. So Kathy, uh, we've been talking and you said some of your clients have had a slow last month, so there's a lot going on. Tell us about it.
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot going on. And I think that because of the big, the big, the biggest business interrupt that happened to us um, in 2020, I think also people are super sensitive to any changes in anything. Right. And so, um, What I found is that my clients were feeling overwhelmed and paralyzed and a little afraid and what to do next. And and, um, one phrase that we use all the time in our world is, what would a richer retailer do? because I believe that everyone has, everyone deserves to be a richer retailer in every sense of the word. So please know that of course, money's part of it, but it is not the whole thing that they should be enjoying their journey and in every way be richer. And part of the trick of being richer is of course your mindset, right? And Mm -hmm. so when you feel yourself going into that overwhelmed or afraid or paralyzed, you know, paralyzed place, you have to stop and choose to not let those feelings stop you and instead look for the opportunity that's in front of you instead look for what it is that you can do and and that's that is such a critical component of all of this right Uh and and the other thing that becomes and then the then the other the next step of it
0: Mm -hmm.
1: is that it's super important that You can identify small steps, the smallest steps that you can just to get moving again, because because what I find so often happens is that overwhelm and paralysis, all that comes from when you have almost too big of a view when you're like, oh, my gosh, what happens if all this happens again and if I have to shut my doors again? Right. I mean, like and instead no so you had a slow couple of days a slow month whatever like let's let's talk about what we can do when our business gets interrupted as we all know it will again right let's talk about what we can do and so i'm so grateful to have the opportunity to really talk with you about that and to give people some specifics about what they can do yeah
0: absolutely i mean i love what 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 you're saying because i mean i think that actually resonates for everything in life you know mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. happens um of some something a pattern changes in our life, and it takes us a while to readjust or um, change the way we normally do our business, our work, our life. Mm-hmm. And, and we've been so pushed out of our comfort zone, and it's, it's like there's a part of me, Kathy, that doesn't want to keep talking about the past. I just want to I want to go into the future. But I strongly believe that. We can have a stronger future when we understand where we're coming from and and that we don't punish ourselves because we're not working in the same manner or thinking in the same manner. And and I think that that resonates exactly what you're talking about is taking those small steps and those, we were calling them silver linings, you Mm -hmm. know, because we didn't ask for what we just went through. We're not asking for this, you know, and and we found ourselves with like 2020 being exclusively virtual. We didn't ask for that, but what was the silver lining? A lot of people learned how to be virtual, right? Uh 2021, we're dealing, we dealt with the migration of moving into a hybrid experience. Mm -hmm. That that just elevates and pushes us forward in the way we think about our business. And now 2022 is about creating that best in-person experience that, that focuses on the return of the, again, the in
1: real life
0: experience.
1: Right, exactly. I think that's really true. You said it very well, Amy, about how we have to look look back to move forward. That's very true. And look to see what what worked for us before. Right. When I look back to see how our our clients did um, during the pandemic, one of the main reasons that they did Better than many, I believe, is because they paid attention to how their raving fan felt mm-hmm. and that I'm a God girl. And I always say that God gave us this platform and that it's our responsibility to use it for good. And and so when we know how our how our ideal customers, our raving fans are feeling, when we know how ourselves are, ourselves, mm-hmm. are how we feel, then we can take action mm-hmm. to 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 serve that and when we can use that platform to share love when people need love to share community when people need community and to share safety and comfort when that's what people need right
0: yeah, I, think, I think i think we kind of need all of that right now you know mm-hmm. I'll, I'll i'll say that i'm uh, I'm, I'm a woman of the universe and, and I, I believe that things happen for a reason and mm-hmm. I believe we have to learn from everything. And, Absolutely. and, and when we can move forward and accept that there is a silver lining, even though we may not see it right away, but we open ourselves up to it. You know, the role of the physical store is changing and, and retails need, excuse me, retailers need to continually reinvent themselves to remain relevant and, and, You know, getting back to the best kind of experiential retail are the experiences that we create and that we can repeat. So we are talking in-store events today and marketing and follow-up.
1: That was a pretty good lead-in, don't you think? (laughs) I do. I do. And one last thing about the pandemic is is that it's certainly so often when sales get slow, people resort to, well, I'll just do a sale. Like you're sort of panicked. So you're just going to throw something on sale. But in the pandemic, <laughs> sales didn't really work. I mean, that didn't really impact anything. And so people, so, you know, you were really required to, to dig deeper because money isn't, why they weren't buying. And so you have to be able to, so you had to look to give and not get, and that's what you can. So that's what I'm challenging everyone to do with your in-store events. What can you do to give, to share with people and, and to be able to create experiences for them, to create memories for them. And people will always, always want to buy that. They will always want to buy that.
0: Right. It's the experience of connection and celebration and, and, you know, creating something that that's not just in-store fun and and yes maybe bring the sales but also it's that it's that sense of community and mm-hmm. and building that support that will be there for you when the next business interruptus hits us
1: correct right because what what i know for certain is that when you provide a service you mm-hmm. fill a need you solve a problem mm-hmm. offer a solution the sales will always follow they will always follow and i'm so grateful to have this experience with you to help people think outside of the box and to think about what else is possible and doing things that you've never perhaps thought of before and that aren't even necessarily directly related to your products in your store but it's just related to your person to what they love to do you know and that's and that's what you're doing like a great example of this is how is how maker stores tend their sales tend to slow down during the summer Why? Because their people are creatives. And so they're outside gardening. And so why not bring in someone to talk about gardening? Why not bring in someone to talk about what you should do in spring? You could bring in someone every single month and have them talk about what they should be doing for their garden, which isn't about anything you sell in your store, but you're serving your people and you could charge for it. And you could offer a little swag and you could offer a little bit to eat and drink if you want or don't. Either way, Mm -hmm. but like that kind of a thing is what is what is what's going to make a difference.
0: Yeah. So like opening your store for other businesses to maybe do some networking or cocktail parties in your store, it has nothing to do with your store, but you're bringing the outside in, in a different capacity, maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about thinking about, we, we always talk about what else is possible. That's exact. It's all about thinking about that. Um, and I love, I love about, I also love the idea about collaborating with neighbors and making like community event that, you know, although, although you guys, I yeah. certainly recognize, recognize that that involves a little bit more work and part of what we're what we really wanted to bring to you today when Amy and I were preparing for, um, for this, for this podcast, we wanted to bring to you specific things that you could do now. So, so we'll give you some bigger ideas that might take more time, like, like, you know, like coordinating things with some neighbors in your community. But honestly, you could even do something with just one neighbor, one, one business bestie that you have. What could the two of you do together to serve each other's customers? And could you go do something in their store? And then they come and do something in your store, you know,
0: creative. Absolutely. Well, we actually know a lot of people between you and I, and they've probably put on a lot of events. We could probably share some fun, um, some fun experiences. I, I know. I know you have one that has a very long name that I'm going to let you say.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so fabulous! Um, this came out of the political, the to all the times of political duress, and people weren't shopping; they were so direct, distracted by everything. And and so I was talking to um, clients about how. Listen. So, what can you do to provide fun for your people and and just create a space where they can just have a great time? And so Valerie Reimers from she and her husband um, Ryan own um, Lucinda's in Wichita, Kansas. And they came up with this amazing event. Okay, this is this is the title: Happy Puppy, Sparkly Kitty, Rainbow Unicorn Fun Party.
0: <laughs> um, is it an event for for six year olds? <laughs> what was it? <laughs>
1: she said she wanted to name everything that like everything that makes people just feel, you know, yummy and happy inside. (laughs) And, uh, And that's exactly what she did. And then she really did nothing specifically about, her products, really. I mean, because like, so all of her team members all got dressed up and and like in all crazy, colorful outfits, and they made a really great little um, backdrop that was made for perfect um, Instagram pictures with balloons and all. Like, one of their team members is really talented with that. They really just actually another critical part about this, Amy. Yeah. To be a little bit off track, but the reason why this event became as big as it is, and wait till I tell you a couple some of the things she's done, is right. because she leaned on her team members. She said to her team members, "Listen." What can we do what can we do to make it to make it fun to provide just a fun super fun time for people and um and these are all then all the ideas that they came up with they decided to get dressed up someone just you know could make this beautiful instagram place they also had they also had an artist on hand and so she drew an image and then they decided to have a drew a like a picture and then they had a coloring contest for kids and then um actually valerie and ryan's kids do the um do the uh do the judging for the children's uh, entry wow. and then and then there's a member of on their team that, um, does the, or no, I'm sorry, the artist herself actually judges the adult ones. And so it's pretty fun because as people submit their, submit their entries, they just tape them all up all over the store. So you get to see what everybody else is. So you feel like you're part of a community because you're doing this drawing too. And, yeah, and it then really they, sounds it, like a festival right inside. It, it It's exactly what it was. It's exactly what it was. Somebody had a connection at a local, um, a local, oh, what's that word I'm looking for? Where you? Where they have cats, kittens, and puppies, and like adoption
0: um, place, like an yes, what are we yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, uh, because
1: uh-huh. like they're <laughs> we should have had that drink, dang it. Well, anyway, <laughs> she she had a team member who worked at a um, an animal shelter. Oh, and, an animal um,
0: shelter, <laughs>
1: and so they brought. I only in...
0: worked at one, by the way. So, <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, so they actually brought in puppies, a few, some puppies and some kittens that also to allow people to just have some free cuddles and, um, and also allowed them to, to adopt, you know, adopt them if they wanted to. And, and also, then they also decided to give a percentage of their sales also to this particular shelter, which was beautiful, oh, but it. The, it was just all about this fun. And you guys, nothing was on sale. Nothing was on sale. Good. And it was a huge day, a huge day for them.
0: Wow. Wow. Well, I have to say, I think that I would truly enjoy playing with puppies and kittens. Um, as I am uh, perusing somebody's store, um, I am <laughs> always, always enamored with any shop dog or you know shop cat. Or I, I, I do actually understand the appeal of an animal, but what it really does is it, it also kind of breaks down the um, the walls, and it just lets us be fun human beings and relate and, you know, share those Mm -hmm. loves and hugs that we We all really need
1: exactly exactly and i have another client amy um from amy trimble from watermark corners um it's a family owned business and they they so they have had a birthday club it's which is a great thing to, to celebrate you know celebrate your customers birthdays and then you send them a little gift certificate and you know mm-hmm. via email or whatever and um what they decided to do just last month so this is brand new they decided to have they opened up a bar inside their store how fun is that and um that's been really fun and just sort of just continue to promote that they decided to celebrate um, they decide they're going to celebrate everyone's birthdays for that month on a on one Saturday, um, in the month. And so when you came in, you did, did this this did have a sale attached to it. So I believe that it was you got to enjoy fifteen percent off. Of um of your sales, and you could bring a friend, and they could also get 15% off. And so th- and then they also did um specials in the bar, and then they also they also made a like a little uh st- like a little uh area for people to take pictures with balloons and happy birthday and all that kind of stuff. And um, and it so it made for this amazing time. Listen, that would be so easy to do. And do you know what? It was responsible for 20% of their store's business last month, really. That one day, yep. That one day. Wow. I mean, that's pretty impressive. It was incredible. It was just such a simple idea. It was such a simple idea, and it was it was actually her manager Courtney's idea, and they but they just embraced it and and put it on. And it's right. They're going to do it all the time. They, they, as people were leaving, they were already talking about how oh, they're going to get their you know they're they can't wait for for their for their own birthday party that's for their own birthday month so that they can bring friends in and celebrate. Planning the seats night. there. I yeah. can
0: really tell that these are your clients because if I remember correctly, back to our um, like New Year, new new goals conversation, um, one of those uh, goals was um, like leaning into your team more and mm-hmm. listening to their ideas and what they want to do. And it like the last two things you shared were sounds like they were driven by the the staff.
1: Yes, right.
0: I mean yeah. that that's really all kinds of beautiful, I think.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how often retailers you know tend to take everything on their own, but yet um and, and they and it's and not include their staff, but yet really your staff wants to contribute. They want to be a part of this. What you do is so important in the community and you can't do it all alone. You really can't. And so, you know, when, when you let help them, when you allow them to get mm-hmm. involved and help you, mm-hmm. they, it just makes, like you said, it makes all kinds of good. <laughs> it, does, it does. You know, so, I
0: mean, without going into like full detail, like I, I know so many of um, the retailers that um, shop New York now, are, are putting on events in their stores all the time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everything from, you know, something grand, which we don't want to overwhelm anybody with, but like a Brooklyn museum that has a a repeating flea market in front of their museum every Sunday in November, mm-hmm. um, all the way to uh, San Diego with um, Chad and Amy, owners of Pigment. And they have a, a multi location lifestyle store in San Diego that, that, that features a selection of local artists and artisans and, and there's a focus on plants and containers, home and gift. And, and and they offer an array of workshops ranging from like journal making to like small planting workshops. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and then there are like the experiential driven retailers like camp and, and they're from the East to West coast. And, mm-hmm. and they have this like unique shop play hybrid experience, which I think is key in this day and age mm-hmm. where, um, you know, you have this ex- experience in their physical stores, um, where they have this like rotating themed experiences with like this blend of like play and product, and and obviously it's it's child driven. It's it's a uh, it's an entity for um, like caretaking children, and you know it's a great place to go when you know after school, and 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 they do birthday parties. It's it's, it's huge. I don't I didn't even do it justice. So it's an incredible. <laughs> everybody, you should go look up camp if you don't know who they are. If you have kids, you should look look up camp. But I mean, there are so many really cool events. You even mentioned something um Prior, what was it? Holly,
1: Holly, oh, Holly Jolly Trolley. <laughs>
0: Holly Jolly Trolley. How could I not remember that? It's a, tri, it's, it's
1: a try rhyme. Right, right. Yes, Rusty and Drew from um from a from South Carolina or North Carolina. They have um the Green Monkey is the name of their store. And, Green Monkey. Uh, I love yes. it. And they um they rented a trolley for during the during Christmas and um they have a bar and a gift shop and offered people and sold tickets to for people to get to ride the trolley and they served some alcohol while they were some of their, so they did serve some of their own product while they were on the, mm-hmm. on the trolley, but they just yeah. literally. Personally, their- I'm going
0: to interrupt. I think that's very smart. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Great. But they just all they did was just take they just hired this trolley and just went, had the trolley drive around just local neighborhoods looking at Christmas tree lights. How simple was that? They yeah. sold it out the first day. And so then I, I gosh, I insist. I was like, oh, my God, they're like, isn't that so exciting? It's so exciting. There's more people that want to go do it again. And so, yeah, they they would they did it twice. It was incredible. Um, and how simple is that? It really it wasn't that complicated. I, um, mean, I just sold tickets. It sounds like yeah. You know, created a mode of transportation. Obviously, exactly. And but the but like you were saying, taking the experience in their store, taking it out of their store, actually. And still providing this amazing community community event, it, it was something fun that people could invite other people to come to, and so it, and it created a fabulous income stream from them. And really, the the client that we have that that did has done this the the biggest and the and really kind of started it was um, one of the first people to do it for sure was Amy Pelletier from um, Darn Knit Anyways up in Minnesota, and she does um, she does. There's a riverboat in her town, and she rents this riverboat and provides and people just go up and down the river knitting. The yarn store. So people just knit. They knit the river. It's called, (laughs) and um and they've uh they've continued to get better every time they did it. But the very first time, that was all they did, and they just provided little lunches, and and then they keep just keep tweaking it. This last time, they did trunk shows on board, and and provided opportunities to 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 um to purchase more product actually on board, which was really well received, and and they sold out entirely. They sold out of all their tickets. They they're doing doing it four times now, and um and yeah, they sold out all their tickets, and it's just beautiful beautiful It's because they're giving their people what they want. They're offering a solution. You guys want, you guys love what we do. You love what you love, what you do. And so let's come together and let's do, you know, let's do it together. Well, you're bringing up
0: two points. One is that the trunk show is still alive and well,
1: right? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. So alive and well. Yes. So alive and well. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Which to me means also there's opportunity of like launching a new item or a partnership with one of your brands like that. Those are never going to go away. Those Never. are tried and true events mm-hmm. that can just continue to evolve and, and be elevated through your creativity and what you provide within your store or, you know, in a garden, in a, in a, in a, community garden. Right.
1: Um, but I Wait, also one more thing about that yeah. is that because of the hybrid experience now of in real life, but also zoom because zoom so commonplace. Now I always recommend to clients that they zoom in the designer so that some person is able to share the story behind it. And because yeah. it's one thing for you or I to say it, but you know, it's another thing for the person from the company to actually do it. And now everyone's so used to zoom that it's a super easy way of connecting the people. And, and so you know, then they...
0: think about that, you know, I mean, when, when I was working at on um, Kate's Papery, we did trunk shows all the time, and we we would have the artist come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we we can actually, if you think about it, we we could have a glass blower, you know, from from Italy over Zoom, yep. <laughs> you know, creating an in-store experience for us. It could be live, live in yep. Zoom in person.
1: <laughs> exactly, right. No, exactly true. Exactly true. I have a store that's doing that with um with an embroidery, a woman who has an embroidery company in um in France, as a matter of fact, and so she's getting up. They they figured out some time that would work for everyone, and uh, and that's exactly what she's doing. And that would never have been able to happen if it hadn't been for how Zoom is so accepted now.
0: It is great. I want to mention one other thing before we go into some um, some hardcore facts. How about that? Mm -hmm. I also think it's important to talk about like the circular program because in this day and age, um, we are all so much more keenly aware of how to live a more um, sustainable life how to live, how to enable our community to, um, you know, to, to prosper. Uh, there are people living like a zero waste life. We, you know, we, we could go on and on e- eco-conscious. And then of course, there are obviously people that we want to help lift up and support. So um, I actually know of uh, a really amazing retailer, Kaylee, Uh, She has a store called earth and me in Astoria Mm -hmm. and uh, their products are all sustainable. They're locally made along with um, she provides educational resources that help guide us on on living a zero waste life. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's amazing. And, and, and she, she just basically aligns her store, her products with her mission to support causes that are important to their value system like I mentioned before, sustainability or like environmental justice. And one example is that they sourced and donated secondhand books, largely by BIPOC authors, for a free community climate library, and then coordinated with Scholastic to introduce nearly 100 eco-related free books for kids. It really isn't even focused on her product, but it brings people into her store. It educates them and provides them with... um, a value system that is of importance to her that she wants to share and and spread the good word. And it enables the, the customer, the consumer to support her it, it, very easily. All they have to mm-hmm. do is, you know, bring in a certain type of a book. She's got a thousand different programs like that. And and I, I again, I feel like I didn't even describe it do, doing it justice, but it, it, it's these circular programs where you literally can bring somebody into your store. You can support a cause. You can help people and then provide your customer with the great experience. And, mm-hmm. and I, I think that that is, um, I think there's so much opportunity for incredible creativity there.
1: The other thing that I don't want to be overlooked in your description of that is not not only do you get a chance to educate others <clears throat> about your mission and the way you can impact the world but you're also creating these incredible memories what mom wouldn't love an excuse to spend a couple hours with their daughter, you know? And right. maybe you're making something. Maybe you're making a macrame kit, or maybe you're learning it. But maybe you're spending time in the garden, whatever it is. But taking what you do and and then also being not not being afraid to niche things like into mother son, mother daughter, whatever you know, anything right. like that at all. Right. That kind of it's just it's it's so it's just all it's you're really hitting on all levels because and that's the reason why you don't have to discount things because truly. What you're doing is you're really touching people's emotions when you're offering your solutions.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, Thank you for bringing that up because you're right. We we needed to um, we needed to bring up that point. Um, So we've talked about some great events and hopefully we've created some food for thought on some new and exciting ways that our listeners can bring your community into your store in a fun and safe, supportive, and revenue generating way. So um, let's talk about this full circle. How do we go about marketing this new event? Like, how do we get the word out there?
1: I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to share about this because I want to make sure that people don't make this big mistake that people always make, which is that they don't talk enough about it. What you have to remember, friends, is thats that, is that this is, of course, the most one, you know, really important thing in your life. But but just posting it on social media, what, three percent of Facebook is of your posts on Facebook are seen organically. You know, I mean, really?
0: is that yeah, what it is? It's
1: crazy. It's crazy. And wow. it's um, and so what I find happens is that people feel like they're bothering their customers. They're bothering their raving fans by by posting and about emailing about this often. But that is the exact that is a lie. That is a mindset issue because you are serving your customers and they deserve to know about it. Like, I don't want them to miss it. And that's the attitude that you have to have about how fabulous this is going to be for them. And so what I find is that people don't set up and they don't spend enough time planning, not even, not even that it has to be able to p- about planning, because honestly, I'm going to tell them exactly what they need to do. And there's some things that there's a lot of variables in this, right? The size of the event, how big it is, like how many people you can have at it and all right. of that for sure. But no right. matter what you guys, no matter what, you have to make sure that you are at least that you're putting out, that you're doing some sort of like perhaps countdown before the event. Like, so every day on social media, there's something else because that sure. builds, that can build awareness. Don't be afraid to send out separate emails. So often people have a whole email that's going out and then they'll put it, oh, and by the way, next Saturday, we're doing this that's a fine little, that's a fine little reminder, but what you want to do is don't be afraid to send out more emails. Don't be afraid to send out an email that says, wait, watch this place tomorrow for me to tell you this amazingly fun thing we have happening next Friday or whatever. I said that you guys, well, you would say that much better than I did. I think you said uh, it pretty well. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) But like, so just a teaser, right? Just teasing them, just, just teasing them. And so then the next day you uh, maybe you drop another hint or maybe you actually say, yes, this is what's happening and don't put Anything else in there? So often we overcomplicate things because we want, don't want to miss this opportunity to tell them everything. But
0: I'm an overcomplicator. I (laughs) keep saying I do that all the time. Bullet points, baby. It's about well, bullet points.
1: <laughs> and just that less is more, you know, and you and people yes. don't have a lot of attention. And so if you just make something big and splashy and just one thing, it, um, it has a big impact and they're more likely to remember it. And so for sure, in terms of emails, make sure that you're sending out at least two solo emails about this product. When I say solo, meaning it's not talking about anything else, it's just talking about this event that's coming up. Um, and then the day before, make sure, and then this part all happens on social media too. The day before, you're gonna talk about, it's tomorrow tomorrow oh my gosh and so and literally you guys this is the other thing you're using the exact same email in what you announced Mm -hmm. and then then when you're when you're saying it's tomorrow it's the exact same email it's just at the top it just says it's tomorrow so it takes
0: really very little effort and time and i i know for me with everything that i do it's like okay i have to do a new post and i'm like how much time do i have to you know carve out to get this done sounds like once you do the first email. You're good to go.
1: Exactly, exactly. And you should use the same image in your social media too, so that you're, you know, you're reusing it a couple of different times. And then on that morning, six a.m. in the morning, it's today! Exclamation it's day. point! You know, you know, you're you get higher open rates if you use emojis in your subject line. So fireworks, all that kind of stuff. And again, the same email you've used the last couple of times. And you can add a little verb, a little verbiage at the top saying, I can't wait to see you in the store. It's so exciting. Um, and then if the event isn't going super great, you would like it to go better in the middle of the day, send out, I know life gets busy and I just don't want you to miss this. It's happening right now. You can send out the same email. The thing to remember is will use will you, will some people unsubscribe positively? But it's okay remembering that. Those aren't people who love you and care about you. If they're going to get annoyed because you're spending a little bit more time telling them about something really big that's coming up that you don't want them to miss, then you don't want them on your email list. And it's, you just embrace them and you love them and you just let it go. You just let it go. Because what's the most important thing is that you're raving fans, the people that love you so much is that they're not missing it. Cause maybe they're just going to see one of those emails. Right. Right. Um, Another super important thing is, um, is also about, on social media is making sure that you're capturing what's happening that moment. And so assigning somebody like you, yourself, can't be responsible for it. Ask on your team, who wants to volunteer to be in charge of taking pictures and posting pictures on social media, what we're doing on stories on all your platforms. Um, And then you can use those images in the email that you send out later when you're talking about something else that happened and then you're something or some new product that's coming in or something. And then at the bottom, oh my gosh, we had the best day last Saturday and here's some pictures from it. And, you know, we can't wait for you to come back. You know, can't wait for you to come or whatever.
0: Right, but it also sounds like these images you can use to um, excite people for, if you are doing this annually, if it's a a repeat event, um, you can build that gallery of excitement and that FOMO, like you weren't there. you got to be here
1: the next time. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Wow. Um, so what are some do's and don'ts?
1: The, um, so do make sure that you're marketing it enough, that you're not missing opportunities to tell all your people. Um, and I tell you the biggest mistake that most retailers make yeah. is that when business gets interrupted is that they default to a discount.
0: Yeah, yeah, but
1: that's not necessarily. That's not most often even what your rating fans want. Like I said, money isn't why they're buying, right? Um, and so look to give them an experience instead of a discount, because as you do that, as you serve them, as you fill that need or solve that problem, the sales will follow. You will. You, know? you will create sales and memories.
0: Yeah, I, I also think that you can train people to expect it, and then when they don't see it,
1: mm-hmm. they don't
0: come. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. So true. So true.
0: Wow. Wow. I and I absolutely believe like you said before, you need to assign somebody to take pictures and mm-hmm. customer vids and you know that that's good for all that
1: fun flashback stuff, right? Oh, um, and the thing we didn't mention, I because uh, uh, you were going to mention about what the very vital after thing. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yes.
0: Let's talk about the very vital after thing. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, we do want to talk about pre-during, but we didn't talk about post. So, Kathy, the floor is yours.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I really loved your note about about making sure that you're so I, we did talk about how at the end of an email, using those pictures and and sharing and um, sharing it, but also sharing what the people experienced the FOMO because they missed it. Yeah. But um, but also um, I loved where I where I read in your notes, Amy, about um, thanking the people for coming. Like that yeah. is a beautiful sentiment and isn't done enough. You know, it
0: isn't. it really <laughs> isn't done enough. Like we need to thank people for taking the time out of their day yeah. and sharing that with us, you right. know?
1: Right. Exactly. And not missing the opportunity that if they brought new people, make sure you have opportunities to add people to your email list. Like if you're having fun, make sure you join us because there, you know, we, we, we work hard to do this, to bring you this kind of fun and excitement all the time. And so, you know, join us, make sure you don't miss out on the next one and make sure that you can build so that you can collect their information and build your database.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I really um, I I don't (laughs) want to overcomplicate that, but that is something that is really important Mm -hmm. that you're creating this event. You're bringing people into your store. You have to continue to build your database so that you can continually um, market to a larger group of people for each event that you do or whatever you choose to uh, market. It doesn't have to be an event. It can be new product that that's come in or, you know, a community event that you're a part of or
1: you know, a charity that you're supporting if that if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep, that's exactly right. I think it's really important to make sure you're including that. Yeah. You, you know, we all get to do what we do because of those customers, right? And so.
0: Yeah. Kathy, we have talked about a ton of things that we could really dive into and spend like an hour talking about each topic. But what we've done is really just kind of touched on the surface and hopefully given some good ideas, a few steps down to help get those, you know, the, the, those creative juices flowing and, and give you some tools for your toolbox. And um, Kathy, I really appreciate what you share with us and what you will continue to share with us. Is there um, anything that you would like to um, leave us with before you tell us how we can get in touch with you and a little bit about Retail Maven's?
1: So thank you so very much. It's an honor to walk with you on this retail journey. And what we always say is that we're here to help you get more profit and better sleep. We believe in helping you become a richer retailer. And there's a myriad of different ways that we can do this and that we can serve you. If you Google Retail Mavens, you'll find that we're on Facebook, internet, Instagram. We're on YouTube. We, we have a great YouTube channel. Um, we'd love to have you subscribe to it and, uh, and check out our website. Cause we have, like I said, there's a lot of different ways we can serve you and we'd be um, honored to help you with anything, any questions you have any, and just to help you be more successful because what you do is so important. What you do is so important. You impact so many people and we want, we don't, we, you can't get burnt out. We don't want you to get burned out. Oh. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so between Kathy
0: and I, we got you covered. You can come yes, off the market exactly. and I got you. And then when you want to help grow your business, you reach out to Kathy. So we have you covered on, on, on both ends of the uh, spectrum here. And with that, I will say, Kathy, thank you so much. I always enjoy talking with you. I can't wait for our future conversations and um, I will talk to you soon. Sounds good.
1: Thank you so much, Amy. Bye-bye. Happy Bye.
0: retailing. Thank you for joining us today. I hope this conversation with Kathy Donovan Wagner of Retail Mavens helps you to think about some fun out of the box and non-traditional ideas for your next in-store or out-of-store event. Remember, these events do not mean sale. So please don't hesitate to reach out to either of us with comments, questions, feedback, suggestions, or just to say hi and introduce yourself. Thank you so much, and I will talk with you soon. Thank you for listening to the New York Now podcast. Make sure to tune in weekly for engaging and insightful conversations, touching on the most relevant topics facing our community today. Visit newyorknow.com to learn more about our market and how you can join in on the conversation.